0: Welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. Great to have you with us once again this week. I'm here with Pastor Nick Katie, a pastor of Whitefields Community Church here in Longmont, Colorado. And we are going through our series upside down. Study through First and Second Thessalonians, Paul's letters, of course, to the Thessalonians. And we have come to chapter uh, the second book, chapter one of the second book of Thessalonians. A lot of things that a lot of information that Paul has pointed out just in these short chapters one, two, three it's not a not a very short uh, very long letter but this is probably one of the least studied letters you know that as you pointed out in your sermons quite interesting but a lot of great points on Sunday and if you haven't listened to the sermon get there whitefieldschurch.com go download it take a listen and if you have missed our other sermons in this series of course take some time to listen to those as well a lot of interesting things in the books of Thessalonians but here we come to it's very interesting in this first chapter again Paul is He's this, you know. He's obviously received a letter. Uh, they're concerned about some things. Almost, you know, mirror of what happened in chapter one, and he has to almost reassure them about the very same things. They're going through tribulation. There's a lot of things going on in their lives, and Paul, very, you know, it's the, he, basically their spiritual fathers writing to them and, and reassuring them with things about being in tribulation and God's judgment and some of these things that you touched on on Sunday. But one of the interesting things and one of the phrases that came up, I think, from this is that. Is our faith able to grow unless it's tested?
1: Mm. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, he says there in the first couple verses of the letter, he mentions the fact that they're enduring intense persecution. And yet he also mentions that their faith is growing abundantly. And I guess in the original language, did a little bit of word study. They were saying that this word abundant is like, you know, super abundant. Like, it's like, wow, like this is uncommon growth that's taking place in your faith and in your love for each other. And, um, I think there's a clear correlation, especially if you look at other places in the Bible, that faith grows under pressure, right? It's like a muscle. You have to exercise it. You have to use it or else it won't grow. So your question, can faith grow without testing? Um, I think in theory, right, we can begin to have faith, um, by hearing the truth. So, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing from the word of God, uh, like in Romans chapter 10, right? And so we, we do begin our journey of faith through hearing the truth. We hear the truth um, with the work of the spirit. We believe the truth and that is faith. And it says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. However, I would say in order for that faith to grow, we have to go beyond just hearing the truth because I can tell you a lot of things that are true. I think most people, you know, at some point they have to go beyond just knowing the truth in theory. I don't like, I could tell you some things that are true. Like here, here's a good example. People who smoke know that it's true that smoking is bad for their health. Um, People who have a messy house know that It's true that it would be better for their mental (laughs) space to have a not cluttered house, right? It's like people know that's Mm -hmm. true and they believe it. It's just that they're not acting on it, right? And at some point, you know, your actions are tied to your faith. If you believe that there's going to be an earthquake in uh, one minute's time that's going to destroy this building, if you really believe that, you will leave the building. That's just how it works, right? Like, if you really believe something's totally true, uh, you will act upon that faith. And I think that that's where our faith needs to be put into practice, is like, um, it can't grow unless it is tested. And sometimes that testing will come through hardship. Sometimes it will come through an opportunity where we have to put what we believe in theory into action. But I believe unless it is tested, it really can't grow beyond that basic level.
0: Yeah, and and one of your last points, the sermon was uh, an interesting prayer. And we get that even here at the end of the chapter, Paul, Paul doesn't pray that God takes them out of their trials, but basically gives them the strength to endure the trials and
1: glorify God and in the glorify,
0: glorify God in the midst of and that I mean that's it's very interesting you and I brought, both have stories and and actually leading up to this the sermon I had two conversations with people that this particular topic came up with one was a, a guy just dealing with stuff from PTSD and and things like that and another guy who had a, a son who uh, with autism who's four years old questioning God you know in his expectations of God and all those kind of things. And, you know, I was shared with him these these things. I mean, sometimes we don't quite understand, but we can pray that God gives us the strength in the midst of those trials to, to glorify his name through those trials.
1: Yeah. And we got to remember, right, that God's not the author of brokenness. He's not the source of it. At, on the other hand, though, God allows things. Anything that happens in our lives is passed through his hand. And so so on the one hand, we remember that some things are not—it's not that everything is good if you just look at it from the right angle. Some things are not good, right? Like death is not a good thing. Sickness and health and brokenness, these are bad things. And in fact, they're so bad that God— felt that they were so bad, so so antagonistic against these things that he became one of us in order to destroy these things forever. And yet in his goodness, in his providence, in his sovereignty, uh, he is able to redeem um, bad things and use them for good. Now, it doesn't mean those things were actually good, right? And you just failed to see them from the right angle or that every cloud has a silver lining. No, it's that there is a redeeming God who takes ashes and makes beauty out of them. And I think that's that's one of the best, you know, phrases that we can take from the Bible for this idea of redemption is that he makes beauty from ashes, you know, like ash, What good are ashes? You can literally not use them for anything. You know, you think about ash heaps and things like that. They're just, you know, good for nothing. But he takes things that are, you know, the remnants of you know, fires and burning and destruction and make something beautiful out of that. And that is who he is. Yeah. And many times it's our weakness that
0: drives us, you know, to the Lord. Many times we, we have to be at the end of ourselves and, and our expectations and our wisdom and everything before we finally turn our eyes to God and say, okay, Lord, what what is it you want out of this situation? And, and I think Paul is driving that to them, getting their eyes on, Lord, how is this going to glorify you? And I want to, you know, I want to do that mm. in, in any way that I possibly can. We, and we don't have, as you said, we don't have all the answers, you know, sickness and death. You know, a child with autism and, and the parents having to deal with that, there's not an easy answer to, Lord, why did you do that? You know, why have you brought this? I remember this meeting, this guy in Debertson who had MS, you know, and can't control his body. We're having a conversation. He's moving all over the place, and he's asking me, why did God do this to me? I don't have an answer for him, and many times there's not any answers for that on this side of of heaven, but Paul is trying to direct their their gaze to the one who does have the answers for that.
1: Yeah, and to these people who are struggling and asking these questions, why is this happening? How? What? You know, give us some hope in the midst of this. Uh, Paul does point them to. He says, God's justice, number one, it's fair for God to do this. He's going to use it for good in your life to allow this. But secondly, remember that there is a day coming when this will end. And you would ask the question, well, why has God allowed this? Well, we live in a, a broken, fallen world, mm-hmm. but think about what God has done. He has acted in history so that one day there will be no MS, yeah. autism will be no more. And, uh, you know, pain and suffering, there will be a day when the the person with MS will have a new body, when the person with autism will um, not have autism, and they will be perfect as uh, as God intends us to be, right? He's going to take away all of the things um, that are broken and wrong in this world not just in but even in our bodies, and he's going to make them right. And that is something God has done. And so you say, well, where is God? Why isn't he doing things? He has done something. But in this very small period of time that we have before either our lives end or Jesus returns, he wants to use those things for a purpose and for a good purpose.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think... You know, the question that Paul brings up, you know, something that we can take away, you know, for our viewers today is that maybe maybe our prayer is not, Lord, take me out of this trial, but Lord, help me glorify you in this trial and let your will be done in my life and then just kind of lay it, you know, at the feet of the Lord in, in, and that's faith. And as you do that, you just kind of grow in faith day day by day, you know, trial trial by trial. Mm. So, no great great stuff. Get in there second <laughs> Second Thessalonians. It's one of the least studied books in the Bible. They say, well, let's hopefully uh, buck that trend and get you studying the Book of Second Thessalonians. And uh, if you want to follow us, uh, you can def- follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Ring the bell. We're up on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. You can subscribe to our podcast, and it'll be there in the inbox when the new one comes up. And so it's great having with you uh, you with us this week. And if you have any comments, suggestions, thoughts, stories, hey. Hit us up on any of those social media outlets and we will love to respond
1: to you. God bless.